Time now for another Meet the Candidates edition of the Morning Line here on KMA. We're interviewing candidates running in key citywide and school board election races in the November 7th citywide elections, as well as the school board races, of course. Now, we're shifting our focus today to the race for Shenandoah's at-large council position. Our guest this morning is the incumbent councilman at-large, Richard Jones. Good morning to you, Richard. Good morning, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning, and uh, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself and remind us of your background for those who may not know uh, very much about you. Sure, absolutely. Well, let's see. <clears throat> Grew up in a small town in western Kansas, actually Dodge City, Kansas, um, and attended grade school and half of my middle school there. And then uh, my family moved to uh, the Kansas City area, Overland Park specifically, so I finished uh, middle school there, and then I graduated from uh, Shawnee Mission West High School in, in Oldham Park. Uh, after that, I went on to college, and I uh, went to uh, uh, Pittsburgh State University with a Bachelor of Science degree uh, from their College of Technology. So I uh, kind of did that. And then Jennifer, and I don't know, many people may know Jennifer here mm-hmm. in Chan, but anyway, she was born and raised here in Shenandoah. And she did graduate from uh, Shenandoah High School. Uh, Then she went on to graduate from uh, Northwest Missouri Missouri State in Maryville. Um, Over the years, uh, I I was hired right out of uh, college uh, by a large automotive company. And over the years, we lived in many different cities. Uh, Omaha twice, uh, Kansas City twice. Um, Heck, I lived in Great Bend, Kansas, and then lastly, uh, Denver. So kind of been around. Um, I, I'm very familiar with Shenandoah because, again, uh, my in-laws, Dale and Alice Jones, were here, and we visited them uh, frequently. I always enjoyed uh, sitting on the front porch with Dale and waving at people as they go by. But, uh, yeah, so we decided to kind of take life a little easier, get out of Denver. We both retired. and said, you know, where should we go? Where should we retire? And thought heavy about Kansas City, and I'm like, no, we've done that been there we need to kind of de-size ourselves a little bit slow our lives down get a little bit slower pace and we both just instantly said hey let's move to Shenandoah so that's what we did we did a fairly large renovation on uh, on her own or Jennifer's old family home and uh, we've been here since uh, the fall of uh, 2019 and we just truly enjoy Shenandoah and you were appointed to the Council of May of 2022 to fill the vacancy left by Cindy Armand's resignation. How would you describe the experience thus far? <laughs> it's been great, Mike. It's, it, you know, I'm, I've had a little bit of time, uh, you know, being able to walk before or crawl before I could walk. And then it, it, it's come along. I, I can't say that I've got all the city government figured out yet. But it's it's been a learning experience, and I I feel I really feel the benefit of the city council towards the city. I mean, obviously the the, the city works for the citizens, and the citizens expect certain things from the city, uh, whether that's uh, you know safety uh, from fire and police or infrastructure from you know our street and water. But I've learned a lot, and. Uh, I'd really like to continue on and do whatever I can do to, uh, to help the city grow. Are there any specific issues that you're concerned about in this election uh, if uh, you're elected to the city council? Well, 
One thing I think we, we really have to do and continue to work on is the uh, wastewater treatment facility. And I know people know about it, and I know that the, the, the tax or the charge on that is going up. But it's something that we as the city have to do. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's just something that has to be done. And I, I applaud the city on working hard on it. It, it still has a ways to go. But I'm going to continue that work and work with the, the officials and the, and the council members just to make sure we can avoid any cost overruns or construction delays or what have you. But that is, in my mind, that's the number one thing that we have to get done. I mean, I get it. It's an infrastructure project. It's not real glamorous or anything like that. But it's something we have to do. So that would be my top issue. Um, and then I'm also... I won't say I'm concerned, but I know we need to work more on housing. Um, you know, if we want to attract new business and or residents wanting to make Shenandoah home, we need more good, affordable housing. And I'll continue to work with, on the nuisance properties that uh, that come up. And if they can be rehabilitated, that's fantastic. And that does create a housing opportunity. Um, but if it's unsafe and it needs to be torn down, hey, to me, that's a lot. That's an available place for somebody to purchase the lot and build a home. And I know we've had some uh, citizens here in Shan doing that, and it's greatly appreciated. Um, but, you know, to, to really grow and prosper, we're going to need housing. And uh, so I think that's probably uh, the second biggest thing. And, and I, I know that the council is uh, all, if, well, city the mayor and, and AJ and everybody, we all understand that. And for this mm -hmm. city to continue to move forward and, and be as great a place as it is to live, we just need to continue to work on housing. Right. Uh, currently, you, you mentioned the wastewater situation, and uh, currently the city is in stage three water conservation measures. Do you support the city's current efforts to maintain and increase water levels in the city's wells? And what, if anything else, should be done to address some of the issues with the water infrastructure, with the, the broken pipes we've had in the community recently? Yeah, you know, some of those are pipes are rather old, and, uh, you know, that's really... If, if we want to go in and replace all the sewers in Shenandoah, that's a that's a project that's just out of the realm. I mean, it would just be totally, totally expensive. But I think what they're doing now, um, kind of going in and fixing where needed, uh, is is okay. Uh, I mean, I think that's the, the direction we need to stay. Um, as far as the water shortage, I mean, yes, I know we're in stage three, but I don't know that that many people have been, you know, using their hoses or, or watering frequently now that the weather has kind of changed. And, by the way, hopefully we'll get some good rain today. Um, and then, as Tim Martin uh, indicated uh, a couple of council meetings ago, the two shallow wells that uh, will be uh, constructed should be coming on two, three, four months. So that will help that situation as well. But nothing will help better than, you know, <laughs> we just getting some good rain. And, and it looks like on the forecast, but that could happen today and tomorrow. So that's encouraging. You mentioned earlier that the housing and the, the efforts to abate nuisances in the community. Besides that, uh, what else, what other steps do you believe the city should take to increase the housing stock in the community? Well, I do know that we have the housing grant, and that's for either uh, demolition and or improving. And, and you have had to own the home for 12 months or less. Um, the the demolition part of that seemed to work pretty good, but as far 
rehabilitating homes with the uh, with the grant money has it was a little bit slow and and didn't really take off. So obviously, I think I'm going to want to get back involved in that and see if we can't get that worked out. I know there was maybe some some legal issues that got into all of that, and so that really slowed that process down. But that's a great opportunity if somebody wants to renovate a house, and and you know we've got some city money to help with that. Um, that's a no-brainer. I mean, we need to continue that. And, you know, I, that, that money has to come from somewhere. I get it. But uh, I think that would encourage people that, you know, have a property that maybe they just uh, got and they want to do some renovating for it or to it. I mean, uh, apply for those grants, and, and I think that would work. I think that would help. But otherwise, you know, we've got builders here in town, uh, whether they're going to do a remodel um, and, and make a home that's maybe not really uh, good for housing maybe they can turn that into a good home or you know there's lots around here and so when i talk to builders uh, i'm always going to encourage them to and this is probably a crazy no, uh, uh, comment to them but maybe do a spec home here or there just see what happens i think that our market is is, is good enough that a spec home would sell pretty quick but you know i'm not in real estate but I just feel like uh, that's an opportunity as well. Richard, we've run out of time. Thank you very much for being with us this morning. The best of luck to you on November 7th, and we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good rest of the day. I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. And don't forget to go, get out and vote on November 7th. You bet. That's at-large Councilman Richard Jones on a special Meet the Candidates edition of The Morning Line on KMA.